0: Is we're live. We're gonna we're gonna surprise All them right. here. We're gonna surprise them here. I, I bet they're uh, expecting Rob. I was expecting Rob, and here probably. We are we on the screen yet? Go. Oh shoot, (laughs) I messed up the animation, here we are. Uh, So hey, what's up everyone? I am here, welcome back to everything EOS. Rob Finch is under the weather, he's got a sinus infection, he thought he was gonna be able to go, but about an hour ago he he said no go, and I had to scramble to find someone else to fill in for him, and here we are. Peter K from Liquid Apps, and the Everything EOS Developer courses. If you're following this channel, you're probably following this guy because he's been dropping uh, educational bombs on the EOSIO developer community.
1: So uh, what's up, Pete? Hey man, (laughs) I'll try to do my best Rob impressions. Hey guys, how you doing, good to be with you. Don't run away too quick, we're not gonna get technical here, all right? I'm not pulling up a terminal or anything. Yeah, your window actually still says Rob. Let me uh, get rid of your
0: name tag here because you're not Rob Finch. (laughs) So, literally, i really, Definitely. <laughs> not, a, not a whole lot of uh, a chance to update the notes. So, we're going to run through this as if I'm here with Rob, but I think Pete could offer a much more like technical explanation of certain things. So, uh, the episode's going to be a little bit different than usual. As usual, like, subscribe, comment, five star review, depending on where you're at. Um, also, just assume that any tokens mentioned, any company mentioned, just meant assume. That any token we mention, someone owns on this call. Uh, You should never listen to advice from a stranger on the internet, especially investment advice. This is not investment, financial, tax advice. I'm not used to doing the warnings. But most (laughs) importantly, don't get wrecked. Uh, So let's uh, kick this thing off. I I think the first thing on my uh, agenda here is the EI DOS update. Things things are still jammed up there. Uh, How how have you been holding up with with your resources? You good or
1: you, you locked up? Oh man, I, I, I do the many the multiple accounts thing, and all of my accounts can maybe do one or two actions. Maybe five is like the top. So I've been uh, unstaking, staking, trying to consolidate. It's, it is a little rough to get things done out there. Got to say.
0: I, I, I got lucky I had Rex because. So here's something I've I realized like when I was buying Rex when it was dirt cheap, I wasn't even looking at how many EOS I was buying. Like I was getting thousands of EOS worth of resources per like minimum amount I was spending on Rex. But like I was never planning to use all of that. I was just like buying it because it was cheap. I'd buy like a half an EOS worth because I'm like, okay, it's like a dollar fifty, two dollars, whatever. And then I would have thousands of EOS worth of resources, but I didn't actually need thousands of dollars worth of resources. I probably couldn't <laughs> have gotten by by like a fifty of that, fiftieth of that. So I'm actually pretty good now on like most of my accounts, but the thing that sucks with uh, the Rex lending is, one, it ends within 30 days, and two, you can't like stake to other people. Like you can't delegate stake from Rex. Like If I buy Rex, I can't stake that uh, CPU to Pete. I can't pass that off. I can only uh, stake my EOS if like it's staked to myself and I'm like using my bandwidth and not
1: renting it from the Rex. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> not not very many people are in that situation where they just happen to buy Rex because it was fun uh, before the crunch happened, and so they're spending something like between ten and thirty EOS. You've got a stake, maybe forty or fifty, depending on the action, just in order to do one action per day. I I, I was looking at the numbers to figure out what we needed to post to some contracts over at Liquid Apps, and uh, it's it's running up there, you know, and. Uh, that's that's pretty expensive for people. Some DApps are covering it, and I know they're eating some huge costs. Sense just tweeted. Crystal from Sense tweeted that uh, they're spending something like a million dollars just to like lowest level of functionality. But Dallas at Karma said they're they they've got like three hundred thousand dollars of resources staked or something for users, and that's just uh, that users want to do more than that but can't. So it is getting a little tough out there, definitely.
0: So from a, like let's go off the script because like this is totally different now that you're on here like wh- what <laughs> h- how do you see this from a developer standpoint like you're you're a developer but you don't have like adapt with a bunch of users I think they're in the worst situation right now is the people who have thousands of users who can't do anything they can't play the game or uh bef- like uh, you said karma is delegating now karma's back up.
1: Uh, yeah. Le- well, last I saw, yeah, but it's, they'd only allow a minimal amount of activity from all of its users. You follow, Check out Dallas on uh, Twitter to find out. Uh, but as a developer, I mean, it's it's almost like it was it was waiting to happen. You'll see people around the web talking about how, like, well, we were preparing for this. We thought something like this was going to happen. We just didn't know it was going to happen right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it, it kind of forced us to recommend new things for people, things that we said, well, in a couple of years, you want to do this. Now we're saying, you know, you want to do it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's definitely uh, pushed us along in terms of like, it, it's, it's, it's a mega stress test, right? And uh, I don't want to speak too positively about <laughs> it. I know that a lot of people are reeling from this thing. And uh, if you're one of those people, we did just put out a little video on how to do some emergency actions on blocks.io. And I know there's other ways we're going to talk about how to how to get things done on EOS even during this congested time? Yeah, so
0: I, I, like I originally planned to kind of recap like what exactly is causing this. I think by this point, most people in the community have an idea of uh, what EIDOS is. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week, but I'm just going to recap it real quick before we continue this conversation and. I don't know the whole story. Um, I'm just going by what a lot of people have told me. And then there's an old uh, Bitcoin talk thread that you can kind of follow the entire conversation, at least the parts that haven't been deleted uh, since February, 2018. And and there is a lot of stuff deleted, but uh, on the Bitcoin talk, if someone like does a reply thread, the the original message in the reply is still there, even if it got deleted. Mm-hmm. So I've been able to kind of gather some information from there. And it seems like uh, when, I, I don't even know how to say it, if you, Enu I, I hate saying that. You said you couldn't say it either. Inu-mivo. We don't even know how to pronounce ADOS.
1: <laughs> I used to teach Greek, so I say ADOS, but there's EDOS, there's E-I-D-O-S, e- e- but anyway, yeah. Uh, it comes, yeah, I don't it know. stands for what? Enumivo is dead, oh shit. Sorry, family yes. friendly, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's all <laughs> something good. Like that.
0: But it, it seems like they did their original distribution very similar on ETH. You send a zero dollar, a zero ETH transaction to this ETH address. And then, so you're burning gas there. And then they would send you, uh, I think 4,000 of, of their tokens at the time for that. So I don't know, like, so they were taking a loss there. I don't know where that gas fee came from because the, the sender of the, the original tokens uh, would have been eating that. And then
1: uh-huh.
0: the project seemed pretty positive. They always intended on launching an EOSIO fork they had a, they have a lot of like unique tools. They have a UBI uh, code repo built, uh, and then I think they deployed. They they did a token swap back. I, I don't know if it was May or June of 2019. So just a couple months ago, they launched their their EOSIO mainnet fork or, or whatever it was, and it just got cartelized like much quicker than than EOS. Than there was ever even a question on EOS if, if that was happening. Like EOS, I feel like for the first year didn't really have huge. Problems of like exchanges are cartels. So basically, the founder of the project is a pseudo, pseudo pseudo anonymous, Aiden Pierce. Uh, also, yeah, known you know from, like, that is
1: from uh, Watchdog, Marvel yeah, yeah. comics. You ever play Watchdogs? Yep, he's a famous hacker uh, in the game. Anyway, West and, Car- uh, West Carmichael.
0: And- just sorry, I. I Interrupted you. Yeah, yeah uh, go ahead. Well, it's Rob?
1: It? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, you don't sorry. I'm not Rob. Rob is under the weather. Uh, either Rob's put on a few pounds, or he's under the weather. Yeah. Ooh, Rob, uh, oh, i Never knew so you could handle grow such a beard. Uh,
0: l- let me let me <laughs> just
1: get through this backstory. Yes, uh, the Watchdogs guy.
0: So apparently, like he's like the Dan Larimer of Inumuvo, uh pseudo, but he was like more of a Satoshi since he was anonymous. He basically said like like he was trying to fix this, and this is just the story I've heard. He was trying to solve some of their governance problems. And then all of the, the cartelized BPs were basically calling him a dictator. So he said, basically, screw you guys, I'm going home. Sent all of his founders tokens to the equivalent of the EOSIO.saving account of like their chain. And I, I guess he, he's gone from there. And then November 1st, this mining token launched. And that's kind of... When we went into super congestion mode, um, I, I think it could have been a lot worse. Though, could you imagine if Dexaran wasn't stress testing the the mainnet like for the weeks leading yeah, or, up to this? If,
1: yeah, or if Rex wasn't out. Or you know, I mean, uh, there's all kinds of times well, it could have been worse. But you know, it could have been better too. So I, it just it just is what it is. But you know, what concerns me is that we don't really know what they intend to do. That's uh, yes. I, I never buy it when a project is like. Don't worry. We've got exciting things coming. Just mine our token now, and we'll reveal stuff later. It's That's just a huge red flag for me. I've seen project after project do that, where they try to encourage the community to be positive, and we're building a secret project, mm-hmm. and you know, just accumulate now, and participate, and spread the word. That's just scam flags. So if any Miivu has any good intentions beyond a stress test kind of Dexarant situation, they should probably uh, talk about them soon. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I agree. So. I'm, un- I'm under the same impression, like, I, I will continue to call it a shitcoin until I, like, learn what it does, but it- that doesn't mean it won't have utility. They did, like I said, whenever they launched their original chain, uh, they did have uh, some unique features to it. And after uh, this stress test, I don't even know. I don't even want to call it a stress test, but it. Is, I mean, it's just a never-ending stress test. It's the new <laughs> normal. Uh, they they launched uh, their code repo for something called Codex Exchange, which is like a, a base layer like Dex. I, I haven't really looked into it too much. So they did release one thing, but I I, I like that's what this platform's for. Like, if you are from the EI, EiDos team, come talk to us. Like. Everyone wants to know like what this is. Like, If you want to stay anonymous, that's fine. I'll, I'll let your voice come on here and we'll, 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 I'll talk to a ghost. But I, I just want to know more about what's going on, because th- there, there has to be a lot of people involved. Because as soon as this thing started mining on November 1st, it instantly got picked up by like Bithum Exchange and then uh, Nudex, like this, I think the same day also. Token Pocket had a mining app like in their app store like the day this came out. So th- whoever is behind the project, uh they seem to be very connected uh my other question on this is uh with that backstory with aiden pierce whoever he is or she is like who's running the inimuvo social media right now and who's running this like mining token is it the cartelized exchanges or is it this like noble founder founder that they supposedly had i I don't know Uh, I don't know either. uh,
1: You know, I mean, we talk about solutions. Another one besides Blocks.io, which gives you three free transactions a day, and I'm I'm looping back back around to where you were, is Token Pocket, which you mentioned, right? You can use their TPT token, apparently. I haven't done this to buy CPU and get CPU for much cheaper than you would by like buying EOS and staking it, apparently. Mm -hmm. But uh, I mean. What if and, and I, I like the guy's a token pocket. I'm not saying it's token pocket, but what if one of these solution tokens that's out there or has yet to be out? What if they're associated with it, right? I mean, it could be a move to make to make one of these tokens the place to go, the the, the thing to do. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. We just don't know. There's I mean, all kinds do you of remember but...
0: uh, airdrops? DAC had I think they still do the ZKS token, and it like yep, gave you yep. a CPU. What if like this mining token turns into like a CPU like use my cpu now and then these tokens are like good for like future resources since i i used resources to mine maybe i can get some of those resources back i i really have no idea but what i have up on the screen here is the transactions per second and the cpu costs and the actions per hour and all of all of these analytics came from eosTitan.com. if you haven't been on their site you've been sleeping they have the most amazing analytics dashboards here them and eos authority are second to none uh, but you could see like uh, the, the, the CPU uh, milliseconds per EOS is at like an all-time bottom here. And then uh, the actions per hour all kicked up on exactly November 1st. So I- I'm kind of indifferent about this. I don't know how to feel because uh, EOS nation just turned, uh, I don't think we even talked about it on here, but for a long time, Blocktivity for a couple weeks, they weren't showing uh, EOS transactions. So it was always showing like TRX or Steam or other chains as the number one blockchain. So I'm kind of indifferent because we're under this stress test, but now we find ourselves in this position where we're doing 70% of all blockchain transactions. And like some people, and myself included, I, I would say, is like saying it's a junk transaction, it's just like an empty transaction, you're getting a token that no one knows what it does. But like that that's from my perspective. I, I think the people mining it I, it, I don't know. Do you think the people mining it are part of I, the token?
1: I, I mean, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, know. I bet there's a lot of people mining it that aren't part of it as well. You know how these things tend to catch on in certain areas of the world where there's probably, probably whole mining shops set up. But they, what, what it's done is it's basically incentivized all of the network to DDoS the network. Yeah, you know, we talk about DDoS proofing. We talk about how someone has to w- work up a botnet, and you know, can't possibly have the resources to DDoS something this big. Well, if you incentivize everyone on the network to DDoS the network, then you've you've accomplished it. Um, and while uh, just vertical scaling, I don't think would help in this situation, right? We talk about the improvements coming with with e, the new EOS VM, right, and the upgrades and the more powerful CPU power. Well, wouldn't that just be filled up immediately by more mining? Uh, there's there's yeah. other solutions that I'm sure people are working on. Uh, that's that's not the answer. More capacity. Uh,
0: well, but- r- right. So we're in a position right now where uh, basically when all this congestion hit on like November 1st, I don't I don't know the exact dates in front of me, but the wrecks just got really expensive, and th- that that the system was still working, it was just super expensive. But then the wreck shut off before it ran out of tokens to to lend out. And mm-hmm. that, if you see people talking about a 20% buffer, I don't even know what the uh, a glide, I, I forget what the actual term is for the 20%. But- Some people call it a, a bug.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah a-
0: so that's the issue right now. And that that's I think the biggest problem on the mainnet. So it's super expensive. Uh, That's a problem for most people because like this was supposed to be an affordable blockchain, but at the end of the day uh, It's stake weighted like the people with the most tokens have control of the chain They're they're voting for the bps that they are and some people that are mining the tokens apparently see some sort of value in them Uh, But but I do question the authenticity of who's mining them Uh, Mm. I, I don't even have this in the notes, but before the show I was um looking through like their Twitter account, Inu Mivo, I, I can't even say the name. I looked at their Twitter account and they're only getting like six or seven likes per post. So it just makes no sense to me how there is like, it appears to be like thousands of people mining this token, but yet there's nobody following them on Twitter or anything. Like, I, I guess if it's an Asian thing, maybe there's other social medias that, that are more popular or the word's getting out. But that's something that's like throwing up a giant red flag for me is that they don't have a, an active Telegram group, they don't have an active Twitter, uh, but yet they have thousands of accounts, mining tokens and eating up all the resources. So I do question on who is is the one mining these. Uh, hmm. But, but there's also regular Joe's mining it too. I mined like 12 of them. I, I didn't want to use all my CPU. I, on like one of the first days I, I, I ran my CPU up to like 50% and I was like, I'm done because I don't want to run out of CPU and be screwed for a couple of days. So uh, like, I, I think there's people doing that too, but there are solutions. They're there, there very temporary solutions uh, for, for some of them. And I think you started to talk about it at the beginning, but the, the blocks.io.
1: Yeah, sure. You can go to blocks.io with a scatter wallet, a scatter-based wallet. You might be able to do it with other wallets because they use transit API. I haven't tried it with like links, um, mm-hmm. uh, but I know that Ledger has some problems. If you have a Ledger, you're going to have possibly some problems with the two actions on this. Uh, so you might need to, I don't know, swap your key temporarily, your active key to a hot wallet or something in order for it to work. But you go to Blocks, and they will cover the first few transactions per day for you per account. Mm-hmm. That's three, and it's changing to, what is it? It's just system contracts now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's just things like transfers, staking, voting. You can't play EOS Nights via blocks.io <laughs> interface. It's very difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not things like that. But hopefully we'll see more dApps. Everpedia just announced yesterday that it's going to be covering users' resource costs, which is, is great. We'll see more dApps coming in, and we'll be able to weather the storm until a better solution's out.
0: So you brought the token token pocket
1: too, we mentioned, yeah.
0: Yeah, like this is interesting to me. Like, I I haven't really had a lot of time to think about this because I think it was just tweeted this morning. Uh, But it seems like this TP token is basically CPU. So it, it seems to do something very similar to what the ZKS token did. And like you said, like this is a business. I mean, this this is a business model. They now have this resource token that they could sell. They apparently have enough resources. But I, I, I like the guys at Token Pocket. I met Marcus at B1 June, like a great team. I, I'm not speaking negatively about Token Pocket. As a matter of fact, I'm speaking positively because mm-hmm. given the situation, they're, they're the best solution out there, it seems. And I, I also appreciate that they set a flat rate for for their token price for or for their CPU price. So oh, yeah. they're, they're saying it's 0.05 EOS to get... Twenty-nine point eight four milliseconds of CPU. So, like, they set that price. That's not like a free market price. That's interesting, because then what happens when the Rex turns on? Do they change their pricing model or do they lower the uh, price? Like, what happens? Twenty-nine point eight four milliseconds. That's like three hundred EOS worth of, of yep. CPU. Two hundred ninety-eight point four. I realize you can't probably see the tweet on the screen.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, so, um, something, something. That's something like fifteen to twenty actions.
0: Yeah, so I, I if you scroll down the document, I have like this thing from uh, EOS Go. They posted it, and it tells you like they're they're actually providing CPU for DApps too. So right now, the biggest issue with EOS mainnet is if you're locked up, you can't even you. There's no Rex availability. You can't stake to Rex to, to get more CPU. So unless you if unless you know someone that could stake CPU to, or you uh, use Blocks IO, a lot of people are just completely locked up. But with, with this token pocket solution, not only are they allowing dApps to pay for CPU with their TP token, uh, but they're also letting users buy it also. So if you're using the token pocket mobile app, which I, I personally use, I really like it, the, the pro version especially, uh, mm-hmm. there's at least a solution now. So the people that have been completely locked out for like three days, two, four days, whatever. And I, if, if blocks.io wasn't cutting it for you with like the three or five transactions per day that they're doing, I I guess I I feel confident recommending Token Pocket because I think they have a great wallet and a great team. So I just wanna point that out. I'm checking the chat here. Yeah, maybe we'll do Uh, another little video
1: on Token (laughs) Pocket then.
0: (laughs) Man, I'm I'm used to every time I stop talking, Rob's ready to jump in, man. I gotta get used to this here. Uh, I also wanna throw this this out there. A little Uh, insult there, yeah. Go for it. Well, well, it's just hard to get in a groove here. I'm just trying to go. I just want to remind everyone that Rob and I will be doing a a video, a live stream from Blacksburg, Virginia. Uh, That's a few topics down in the notes. But I I will say that even though Rob's not here today, uh, he's battling a sinus infection. He will do everything in his power to make it to Blacksburg, which uh, I'll just jump to that topic now, actually. All right, let's go. no, 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 man, I'm, I'm, I'm all off my, my.
1: Uh, oh man, let's let's talk to. about EOS gentrification, all right? There are some people <laughs> arguing. Let's talk about the Dan tweets. Let's talk about all these things. There are some people arguing that this is how the network is supposed to work, right? I mean, yeah. we have a certain percentage of the network resources, and we have the right to those percentage. And uh, this is just free market. Would you really complain if, uh, you know, the uh, Dan had something about roads and I, cars I, I, and I, tolls? I, I always, Remember that? I there have his tweets on screen. The, yeah, they're, all, they're in the notes if you scroll through them. But, uh, oh, yeah, I see them. All right. Yeah, don't complain about the market balancing supply and demand by raising prices. Would you complain because car rentals were too expensive? You know, I think I might. Well, <laughs> look,
0: like I just took these screenshots before we went on. Look at the likes on this. Usually when Dan makes a tweet, he gets like 300 likes, a bunch of retweets. 34, oh, look at the comment 24, tweets. and
1: 17. Yeah. Look at the comment tweets, too. And, uh, I mean, maybe... Maybe Dan needs to rethink it a little bit, uh, because EOS was kind of, not marketed, that's not the right word, but we all promoted EOS as a blockchain for everyone, the blockchain for adoption, the blockchain for free transactions, and now that's really being called into doubt. And something else that's interesting is that with previous CPU congestion episodes, there's been a relatively quick response from from Block1, from, from Dan, right, saying, hey, there, well, there's a fix, there's an improvement coming out, and have you seen anything like that? Recently? Oh, yeah,
0: so I think uh, we kind of hit on it earlier. So Saeed J- Jeffries from uh, Blocks.io, he actually wrote the code update to remove the 20% uh, Rex buffer so that you could actually uh, let the Bancor algorithm do what it was meant to do. And it's supposed to drive the price up until you get to zero availability. And like at, at some point the price to purchase the CPU is just like more than you're actually getting, so it just like doesn't make sense economically, and that's how it keeps the balance. But whenever right. the Bancor algorithm gets shut off uh, automatically at twenty percent, it like doesn't work. That's not how it's meant to be built. So Saeed, uh, apparently, I think he pushed this code update, uh, but the top twenty-one, from what I understand, they just aren't. Did you? Just, I can't. I think I lost your audio. Uh, but they, they don't feel comfortable doing a, a code update from a community member is what I've heard. But it, from what I understand, it's like three lines of code, two lines of code. It's not like a huge update here. Uh, so there were a, a lot of questions. Uh, you still there? All right. I just lost Pete. There oh, you're yep. back. No, I'm back. Sorry. Um, but... Not, uh, I think Ramon from investing with a difference in Blockstart, he made a tweet saying like, we have to get this 20% cap removed. Like this is the biggest issue on the mainnet right now is that this 20% cap is still on the Rex There's a code update available the block producers if they wanted to review it and bug check it, they could update it today. But it seems to me from what I understand, they're, they're waiting for an official update from block one at this time. So how do you feel about that, about them being supposedly overly cautious about only being willing to take an update from block one, even though you have like the man, the myth, the legend, Saeed Jeffries doing the code update.
1: It has very high reputation. This is their livelihood. And uh, they, like you said, they probably don't have all the code review. I don't know if they don't have the code review skills, the code review bandwidth, the code review, whatever. And they wanna trust block one. You know, Mm -hmm. They don't wanna, sorry, Saeed, (laughs) but uh, it's gonna take a little bit, I think, more community integration. And something we've really seen here is that that, that divide, right? Between the Chinese speaking EOS community and the, the English speaking EOS community. So, and uh, what, what does it take? What's the solution? Dan, Better communication? Dan, Dan did. Something from block one maybe? Well, yeah. Dan at least tweeted out that he's in favor of removing the cap.
0: So like I thought that was gonna be like, all right, let's go. Like let's give this a couple of days and hopefully we can get this upgrade out. But then it like took to a standstill again. So it's like, even though Dan said that we got to remove this uh, safety check, and Said wrote the code, yep. it's like that they still won't accept it. And I, I think that that's that's another th- somewhat of an issue on the mainnet. I'd say like we're not going to sugarcoat that everything's great, but the fact that there's like we're trying to be decentralized, but then there's a, a large group of people that will only listen to a, like a central authority figure on what to do and not do. So I think right. that kind of goes against things also. Um, the next topic I have on this list, I thought it was going to be like a relatively quick, non-technical topic, but yeah. since we're talking about the mainnet being all clogged up, let's get into LiquidX and multi-chain DApps and, and what's now possible. If you're a DApp on the EOS mainnet and this sucks for you, there, there's, there's solutions. Like there, I mean, you could always have went to another chain, but now you can go to other chains and also get uh, all of. Uh, the extensibility of like EOSIO contract functionality
1: through the DAP network. I'll let you kick this one off since you're the pro. Sure. Yeah. LiquidX brings the DAP network to other smart contract chains and uh, right now to other EOSIO chains, but potentially other smart contract chains in the future. You know, who knows? And uh, we've been thinking about the possibilities on this one, man, that you could run a DAP that's on a side chain or a sister chain, sorry, uh, a sister chain like Telos, Wax, uh, Bosscore, Warbly, uh, Links, uh, Meet One. Uh, I'm, I'm probably missing some really popular ones there. <laughs> but you could you could run Ultra, right? I, I don't know if they're up yet. Did but, you uh, do did you, did you you Talos? Talos just got uh, Yeah, blood. that was yeah. the first one I said. That was yeah. the first oh, one I, I said. I missed, I missed it, I'm
0: sorry. Go Talos, guys, yeah. congratulations. Yeah, That's yeah. the first
1: sister chain to get published by Block One, congrats. Yeah, they, yeah, there's an article out, what is it today, from Block One mentioning, it was an interview with Doug. And uh, so you can not only run on that the sister chains now and have DApp network services. You could also potentially share resources with contracts, with parts of your app, or with other DApps that are on mainnet or on other sister chains.
0: I got you. So full imagine... screen you gotta talk.
1: You're talking dirty to me. Keep going. You're full screen. <laughs> imagine like running all your expensive stuff, all your resource intensive stuff on a sister chain, maybe your own chain. Maybe a dApp could run its own chain, maybe on Telos, maybe on whatever, and then pinning it sort of, or doing the, uh, the more critical aspects on mainnet or on another sister chain. You know? mm-hmm. And you don't even have to necessarily have transactions that are communicating across chains, like uh, throwing a ball back and forth, because you're both working with the same resource, like like two computers in totally different parts of the world accessing the same website right, or, or on the same database where your contracts in on Telos or WAX or BOSS or Warbly whatever are accessing the shared resource and, and making changes and, you know, uh, saving data and whatever, and that's also available to your contracts on mainnet for whatever functions there. So we're just starting to, to explore the, the possibilities here, and I can't wait to see what some of the, the dApps might do at the upcoming hackathon. That we're did, have. did you say
0: hackathon? Oh, I think I that. Said hackathon. <laughs> uh, I think we had <laughs> to cover a few more things. Uh, could you cover the provisioning layer? I think that because I, I think this might be how how the mainnet looks is like your tokens could live like w- whenever you run Liquid X and you're on like a different chain, whether you're on the Jungle Testnet or any of those si- sister chains we mentioned. It could be any EOSIO chain. You're running a DSP node, a full like node, uh, like you're running a full EOS IO node and a DSP node on uh, like Talos, for example, or, or Warbly or wax or any of them that want to, I, I have to say them all because I don't I want to just say it's like one and not the other. It's open to all of them right. if, if they choose to adopt it and if DSPs choose to run DSPs on these other networks because they have to run a new block
1: producer node, basically, or at least a full well, EOS Well, I want to stop node. you there. The the networks don't have to choose to adopt this. It's like EOS mainnet did. I mean, it's a, the block producers are getting involved, being DSPs and all that, mm-hmm. but nobody on EOS mainnet, there was no MSIG. Nobody had to say, okay, let's enable DAP network. Yeah, right. If DSPs want to offer services or DApps want to spin up their own on Telos or Warbler, let's just let's just come up with an acronym that lists them <laughs> all, right? Uh, and and they want to do that, they can do it, and they can offer it, and developers can use it, even though the main chain is unaware of it completely. The interesting uh, so thing with with right? LiquidX is that if you want to use DApp
0: services on these other chains, though, you're still. Uh, you're you're doing your quota, your billing, essentially, mm-hmm. and your provisioning on the EOS mainnet. So there is still an aspect of uh, the 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 system contract and the token lives on the mainnet because sometimes we see these other uh, like solutions and they end up deploying a new token to each chain that they launch on, and that that's just ridiculous. It dilutes everyone. It just it doesn't make sense. It's like a different token at that point. But like right. w- with with DAP, it's just everything's on the mainnet, or at least the the, the quota and the provisioning is, and then it's like the minimal transactions or the minimal cpu required um,
1: where was i right, yeah go so with the, this? the provisioning checking checking that you have enough dapp for services the slas that's that's all still on mainnet you're yes. right um, oh. and the dsp but again there's there's still no like cross chain tossing the ball back and forth mm-hmm. with like heavy heavy resource usage to figure that out the dsp checks and then uh, comes back whenever you're using a dapp service provider and since you're using multiple, that's arguably decentralized because there's this free market dynamic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's an interesting way to do cross-chain communication kind of indirectly, but it also would just let dApps use the dApp network and the EOS dApp token on other EOSIO chains and maybe Ethereum in the future mm-hmm. if somebody releases that. Uh, and I- I'm excited.
0: I just want to call out for anyone who, who doesn't have the bell smashed and the notifications, you may have missed it earlier this week, but I have an amazing interview with the CTO of Liquid Apps, Tal Muscal. He's the brains behind a lot of these solutions, just ridiculous mind of his. He's like a genius. And he goes into some of this detail. And just to highlight a few things is we talked about the hackathon, which is our next topic. But he also brought up vCPU, which is super interesting. We're getting a lot of questions on if it's a solution to like the current Problem on the mainnet. I, I think we should uh, be upfront that I don't think it, in itself, as it stands today, it, it doesn't like solve these like tiny transaction problems. Can you kind of uh, fill in sure. an? Yeah, out yeah, on that? yeah,
1: yeah. I was grabbing the link for the uh, the towel video. If you want like a little two-minute mm-hmm. teaser of that, um, go check that link out. But uh, yes, yeah, so all Liquid app services, since they're still provisioned, or rather, DApp network services. Since they're still kind of provisioned on the eos mainnet they still do take cpu right we we keep saying that they're all on chain they're not off chain they're on chain on chain on mm-hmm. chain that means that yeah each time you use them there's a little bit of cpu involved so vcpu itself is not a direct answer to the congestion problems we're currently having vcpu lets DApps do things they never did before and access computation that's cheaper mm-hmm. but there's still at least a little bit of cpu that you have to spend each time you're doing something
0: I think it's a it's 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 got an amazing use case that I think a lot of people haven't even started to wrap their heads around yet, and that's normal because this is like stuff that's never been done before. But luckily uh, for everyone watching or listening, we do have here's the plug: we have the Liquid Apps DApp Network Hackathon from uh, November seventeenth. Yeah. To the 24th. Yep, and yep, yep. we will be in Tel Aviv, Israel, for an on site hackathon that is also part of the larger week long global uh, virtual hackathon. Uh, and pete, Pete's pete been churning out uh, the developer courses leading up to this. Uh, you want to kind of talk about some of your educational materials you've already put out to help people prepare sure. for this?
1: Sure. Yeah, I'm just replying in that live chat there. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, you know, it, it, it's hard doing did, this sure, live yeah. thing, isn't it?
0: Oh, There's a lot going
1: on, um, you know. Hey, and everyone's really gracious. You know, we just we just threw this together last minute. Zach call and he's like, "Pete, I need somebody now." Uh, <laughs> and and uh, everyone's everyone's being great. But uh, yeah, we've been putting through putting out developer courses out uh, as we get the teaching platform up. We didn't want to wait to make everybody else wait, so we've been releasing them on YouTube. And uh, building up some materials, which kind of double as materials for people that want to participate in the DAP Network hackathon. How do you get set up for Dapp Network? How do you do VRAM? How do you do all this stuff? And we're going to have videos out for that. And I, I, this is, this is going to be great. It's global. So you're sitting on your couch right now watching this video. You could be sitting on your couch in, what is it? Two weeks coding the next great twenty-five thousand dollars winner DAP, you know, and uh, there's up to fifty thousand dollars in prizes split into some categories, and uh, it's I, I can't wait. We've got some great teams already signed up. What are some of the teams, Zach? Let's hear some of the teams. Are we allowed to say? Uh, the you, teams? I, I don't mm. have them off the top of my head. I haven't been... Uh, well, tip... Okay, let's, let's talk <laughs> I, about some I mean, know, of I, publicly I, said. Yeah, they're, I know. We've got EOS Detroit publicly. Um, we've got uh, Tippit. you know those those guys? Dude, they're on our Doc. hackathon team in San Francisco yeah, 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 yeah. Of course I know yeah, Tippit. I was it. saying you know to the, the public, right? They... they, they <laughs> you, you could tip people EOS and EOS tokens and Telegram channels and on Twitter. And they're they're building something. They're coming. And uh, other great teams that I don't know if they're public yet. Coming and showing up. So if you're a developer or a product designer or a UX guy or a UI guy or an entrepreneur or a like I don't know, you you do any anything that could possibly be related to building a great app. If you're just an ideas person, right? You should come join the wonderful men and women already at the hackathon. Find a great team to uh, to join, and maybe you'll maybe you'll win something. You know. Uh, I don't have it on my
0: screen right now, but there's also a best social media post so there is uh like a three thousand dollar prize for the best social media so the rules for that is you have to be uh you have to be a registrant in the hackathon uh and you got to have some sweet social media posts you got to use the dap hackathon hashtag and i think you gotta send your link to an email i don't have it in front of me i didn't have it in my notes but that that's that's one i've been pushing some people for obviously i want to see the amazing hacks but i, I also uh, want to see Nolio. I want to see like 10 people live tweeting throughout the hackathon just like Nolio did with chess. (laughs) That's what I'm hoping for. So If anyone wants to win the prize, that's the type of uh, best social media tweet I'm going to personally use my vote for out of our team. I don't know if everyone else will agree with me, but I think uh, what Nolio did on Twitter was epic.
1: Epic, epic. Oh, hey, we got got a new, tell us, tell us, tell us, all right, all right. (laughs) 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 I I mistook the orange there for uh, a sponsor super chat.
0: No, no, no. Nope, nope, nope. nope, nope. My my, my my next topic here is one that I'm actually super stoked about. But uh, Pete, you you went to Vegas for the uh, EOS Summit, so you, yep. you we got this hackathon coming up. We got a lot of stuff coming up to prepare. So Pete will not be joining Rob and I going to the Blacksburg Summit, the very first ever in Blacksburg, Virginia. Uh, oh, there, you're making me feel
1: bad about it. Oh man,
0: <laughs> I, I, I will. Man, this is going to be epic. Uh, so I, I didn't cue anything up. Brendan Bloomer is the opening speaker. He He's kicking it off uh, with a fireside chat with a uh, solid. I don't. I don't have his name on my screen. I just see his Twitter handle, so I, I forget his name. Uh, CNBC uh, news anchor will be do- leading the fireside chat. I think he's also a Virginia Tech alumni, but he'll be interviewing uh, Brendan Bloomer, uh, the keynote speaker. The very uh, like the big speaker on the last day is Dan Larimer. Uh, there's uh, speakers from IBM there, all these big enterprises. Uh, Lee Schneider, who I will continue to call out as being the man at Block One for uh, the SEC waiver and all of the legal maneuvering that the Block One team was able to do to get that waiver. Uh, and speaking of the SEC, the SEC Commissioner uh, Hester Pierce will be there. So we, we wow. got. Wow representatives ICC
1: from representatives yeah 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 there's I mean, this is amazing guest list beyond what you just said everyone should go yeah. and just check out the guest list scroll through it
0: I mean I, right. we'll, well yeah I didn't plan I thought uh Rob had more of them (laughs) memorized than I do. Uh, But there's like a censure, I don't have them all in front of me. Uh, Eva is gonna be there, I'm excited for that. Uh, Follow My Vote, which we've talked about on here before they're speaking. Moonlighting will be there, who we've talked about this on the show a bunch of times. But I'm super excited for that. Uh, I'm not gonna speculate that there's gonna be any announcements, I think this is just a conference. I think it's gonna be a cool conference. Uh, I paid 150 bucks for my tickets, cheapest conference ticket I've ever bought I think. And I, I guess that's that. I think, uh, man, th- I'm like off my groove here. I wish I prepared oh, a little no, bit no, better. Oh no, that's fine.
1: <laughs> yes, there no no. Come on down to Blacksburg if you're with. Well, our ticket sales still open. Yeah, so they're supposed nope. to
0: close on November fourth, but then they oh, they're open until the day of the event. So they always pull oh, that I stuff. Maybe I should come.
1: Maybe I should come. Maybe <laughs> I should come you down.
0: St- you still could. You, you gotta. Uh,
1: all you right, feel- all right. I'm going what? to Blacksburg. <laughs> For real? You've convinced me. On P- the air. Are, this is awesome. <laughs> uh, this is amazing.
0: Uh, all right. Great. Buy your damn ticket. Uh, as long as the ticket prices haven't gone up. No, they, they <laughs> haven't. Right. So uh, I guess while we're talking about Block One uh, and hackathons, I actually had a really good interaction with Block One last night. So like one o'clock in the morning, I, I had yeah. a call, uh, Liquid Apps. We had a call with Block One about the the hackathon because. If you've been following Block 1 on Twitter and everywhere, they've been pushing the hackathons again over the last month. They've been saying, like, reach out to us, fill out your web forms. So we, we, we finally got a, got a chance to touch base. And I just want to tell everyone they're super, super supportive of hackathons. I, I don't want to mm-hmm. uh, spoil anything because we, we had to confirm everything first. Uh, but I will say that I was very impressed with how Block 1 is handling this new hackathon initiative, where they want the community to run the hackathon and they'll support it in different ways. Uh, and I also want to give one spoiler, that if you are signed up for the November EOSIO developer newsletter, and you, you get signed up for that, I think, by logging in with your GitHub on the EOSIO developer portal, if you're on that mailing list for the no- November newsletter, you're probably going to see multiple upcoming hackathons on there uh, coming up, I think. I'll, I'll let I'll let that get announced when it does. I don't I don't want to spoil everyone's fun, but there are non-block one uh, hackathons coming up, I think, in December and January, they said, and it didn't seem like it was private information. It's going to come out probably in the next couple of days because I'm expecting that email blast to come out because last month I got it maybe a few days after this.
1: Uh, I keep reading the live chat. Are you reading your phone? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the notes, man. So uh, there's one thing we still need to hit, right? What's that? And I wanted to hit this, but I forgot about it. And that's this D Goods news. The floor is yours. Go for yeah, it. Yeah. All right. So D Goods just announced that they adopted Microsoft Azure Token Taxonomy Framework, making their NFTs more interoperable. So they're getting involved. I don't know. Is this, is this a partnership? Does Microsoft even know about this? You know the nature of, of blockchain that's partnerships. That's kind
0: of what I gathered <laughs> from the article. Like, no news. Like, I love mythical games, Like I will yeah, hype, yeah. hype them all the time. But this press release didn't really get picked up by anyone. <laughs> I, 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 I looked it up on Google News and I got it on like two sites, but I, I think what it looked like, I looked up this token uh, framework and it seems like they're trying to build like a standardization, almost even cross chain. So like we know D goods right. is like an EOS like standard or EOS IO standard, I, I should say. And then it seems like Azure has their framework that they're building. And I think what this means is that D goods is, continuing to have their own standard, but it's going to be interoperable with this other standard. And like interoperability is kind of like the theme we're seeing here is like all of these different blockchains, they got to communicate at some point. And the only way they're going to communicate is, is with good standards or, or really good middleware. So
1: well, I'm going to have a video out on D goods, uh, It's at least one with this developer course that I've been working on. So maybe I'll look into this Azure standard as well and uh, we can tell people how to make their NFTs multi-chain interoperable. (laughs) Uh, someone world, someone it. in
0: the chat San Diego coin hey I'm using Windows 10 it's a partnership with Microsoft I, I don't I don't think so buddy I, I think it's cool it's good news but I I, really, uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't call it a, a partnership uh, if we want to speculate over some news I got the uh, there there was I, I think bloomer is just trolling Zuckerberg and, and Facebook but we brought this up whenever Zuckerberg had that speech like a couple weeks ago at this point where he said the word voice like 37 times or something ridiculous Yep, yep. And, and
1: then, then that, they changed their logo colors yes. to basically uh, voice colors. Facebook yes. is no longer blue, apparently. It's red and pink and orange.
0: Yeah, so I, it, it, it's funny that Bloomer like responded to both of them because it's kind of like trolling in a way. I really don't think... I, I, I mean, it could. It could be something bigger, but like I'm not going to pull a June speculation here. I, I, I think... The, <laughs> so this, this is yeah. two Quinces, though. One coincidence, it's it's fine, it's there's nothing to this. Two coincidences, okay, I'm gonna start paying more attention to this, and that's kind of where I'm at, but I, I'm not ready to go gung ho and say this is anything more. I also wanna point out that Instagram uses gradient colors and Instagram's been around before voice. Yep. And block or Facebook's essentially just adopting the gradient color of Instagram. So I, I guess I just shut down the rumor mill, maybe or
1: I'm Zach, getting you really tempered your ways, man. Before B one June, you were sure that Facebook was launching like UBI satellites on EOS. Hey. That's what Stan Larimer said, buddy.
0: Stan Larimer said was launching damn astronauts in space. Uh, well there's Uh, I I don't really have anything else in the notes, this is a a little different of a show, Uh, you got to hear a little bit from Pete, do you have anything else we want to talk about because these notes were meant for Rob, I know you have your own little expertise, you're the expert explainer and educator of Liquid Apps and everything
1: EOS, what do you got for us, anything? Um, well, hey, I'll see you in Boxburg. I don't want to get too technical on these guys, especially after, what we've run an hour. But uh, do check out the developer course if you're a developer at all or even a non-developer. Heck, uh, I know that some people have appreciated the intro to Dapp Network and the scatter and whatever, even though they don't program. Just to kind of get a peek under the hood and see how some of the things work. Uh, sometimes I code live, and, and I, I like sit there puzzling with the thing and saying, like yelling at my computer, what do you want from me, and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, uh, but it's a fun time, and uh, I, I'll hope to
0: see more of you there. I, I have one more thing I want to say. I want to say that I, I saw you join the Vigor deck recently, and you've been in some of the channels. And I just mm-hmm. want to say as a Vig custodian, I appreciate that, and I would appreciate if you would uh, contribute more of your time and uh, attention. Uh, and oh. I, I i guess i should be clear i do own vig tokens i'm a VIG custodian so i am claiming daily vig so i guess throw that out there because everything's transparent here i, I got VIG tokens at the beginning of the the launch they were teleported and that's that uh if you want to add any questions check twitter uh that, that, i have nothing I, it's, it's a blockchain guys it's transparent like nothing not, no surprises here Uh, But I'm super excited about that. So, hey, you you asked earlier about a team joining the hackathon. This just hyped me up. The Vigor team. Is joining? They they signed up for a team oh, at the hackathon. Right. So yeah, so you're gonna have to help them as a mentor. So you can't really probably get too involved until after the hackathon. But I'm super stoked to hoping that they run some VPU and some different variations of VCPU because they're like the perfect project for this with all of the computations going on in the in the the stable coin engine that they've got built. So I I want to point them out. Uh, Ghostbusters are, are signed up in the hackathon. Uh, who, who else? Let's let's call a few out. Then let's hop off here.
1: No, we talked about Tippett. We talked about we talk about Hong Kong. Uh, we talked about. Uh... Um, Eos Detroit. I mean, I know there's some All other. Right, I'm trying man. to get the Cyber Code twins to join, and apparently they're doing some lightning thing. Uh, so uh, Let, let's call. Us, or if, anyone, if anyone made it this long, let's call them out. <laughs>
0: Douglas Horn. I want to see you in the hackathon. Build on Talos, build on DAP Network. If you're not going to do it, uh, you, you got to find some people on Talos too. I'm super excited to extend uh, functionality to the uh, every chain, really. But ta- uh, I'm only calling them out because they are very technical powerhouses, and. Like it, it seems like with these problems on the mainnet, that it's kind of bringing people together in a way who used to argue. We had Fred from Link's Chain come into the Everything Is chat today and say like, "Let's talk about li- Liquid Apps. Maybe, maybe it'll work on Link's Chain, so mm-hmm. for Deft Network." So I'm super excited to see that. I'm super excited to see interoperability. I'm super excited for the hackathon, and I'm super excited that you're
1: coming to Bloxberg. I can't believe you just changed your mind like that. <laughs> uh, well, hey, you're a persuasive guy. What can I say? And I'm just getting uh, uh, hyped about, you know, the things that we're gonna find out there and the things we're gonna people we're gonna to talk to. So yep. Yeah, I exciting mean, month for EOS. Exciting uh, month
0: for EOS.io. Let's sign off here. is uh, it goes sign off. once again until like Sunday, I guess, because we'll probably be posting content from, from the event or after the event at least, after the networking thing on Sunday. So until Sunday or maybe Monday, maybe even Tuesday, I'm Zach Gall. I'm Peter K. And this is everything is EOS. Everything EOS.
1: Joey-o. Oh, we messed that up smash the thumbs a Joey? up. It was in sync on my side. <laughs> yeah. Smash the thumbs up, smash, like, subscribe uh, Don't Pins. mind the developer videos coming out unless you're a developer and we'll see